1991, the movie The Terminator 2 was released. And in Terminator 2, it followed the story of Sarah Connor, played by Linda Hamilton, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, the advanced Terminator from the future. But he wasn't the advanced Terminator from the future. The more advanced Terminator from the future was actually a character by the name of Robert Patrick. And in the first Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger played the villain, the bad Terminator. But in the sequel, he comes back as the good Terminator, sent back to save John Connor, the 10-year-old, from the bad Terminator. And the bad Terminator was more advanced. Now, there is a scene in this movie when the Terminator, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, is asking young 10-year-old John Connor about crying. I want to read you that back and forth. The Terminator says, why do you cry? John Connor responds, you mean people? Terminator says, yes. John Connor says, I don't know. We just cry. You know, when it hurts. Terminator says, pain causes it? John Connor says, oh, oh, no, it's different. It's when there's nothing wrong with you, but you hurt anyways. You get it? Terminator says, no. Crying. A number of articles have been written over the centuries about the idea of why do we cry? And the answers can be varied. But in the end of the day, why do we cry? It's complicated. There's been books written on it about crying. Why Humans Like to Cry, Tragedy, Evolution, and the Brain was written by English neuropsychiatrist Michael Trimble. Another book, called Why Only Humans Cry, Unraveling the Mystery of Tears, was written by a Dutch psychologist named Ad Wingerhogitz. So these books explored the psychological causes of our tears. And in these studies, they found that emotional crying tends to be uniquely a human behavior. Now, animals shed tears, some of these articles said, because of a normal functioning of their eyes. Now, there's some reports they say they, they may have seen some animals shedding tears emotionally. But for the most part, we only have studied and believe that humans cry out of sadness, for example, in grief, or they cry in immense times of joy, birth of a child or of a wedding. But there really isn't a consensus on why we cry. Brings us to today's song, No Woman, No Cry. And welcome to the Stephen Thompson Experience. This is Stephen Thompson, and this is my experience. No Woman, No Cry, a reggae song written by Bob Marley and the Wailers. The song first became known in 1974. It was on their studio album called Natty Dread. And the studio version had a drum machine. But the more famous version, the most popular version, was from the 1975 album Live, which was recorded at the Lyceum Theater in London in July of 1975. And this live version appears on the Bob Marley Greatest Hits album Legend, 
as well as being number 37 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. And here's a little bit that I like. I remember when we used to sit in the government yard in Trenchtown, Oba observing the hypocrites as they would mingle with good people we meet. Good friends we had, oh, good friends we lost along the way. In this bright future, you can't forget your past. So dry your tears, I say. No woman, no cry. No woman, no cry. Little darling, don't shed no tears. No woman, no cry. So emotional crying or joyful crying. But what he says is there's room for both. He says, good friends we've had. And good friends we've lost along the way. So there is the joy of experiencing good friendships. And there also is the pain of experiencing the loss of a friendship. So we have both reasons to cry. Sojourner Truth was a feminist in the 1800s. And Sojourner Truth fought fearlessly for women's rights and to abolish slavery. She escaped from slavery with her infant daughter. And when she escaped, she found out that her son had been sold illegally into slavery. And she took the slave owner to court for his freedom. This was one of the first cases of its kind. And she gave herself the name Sojourner Truth when she decided to fully dedicate her life to activism. And her memoirs were published in 1850. And Joyner went around delivering speeches about human rights. And her concerns in her speeches, she talked about prison form, the women's right to vote, women's rights, criticizing, criticizing cap punishment and property rights. And her most famous speech was at the Ohio Women's Rights Convention, entitled Ain't I a Woman? And that speech earned her a place in history. And that speech is still looked at today and studied today. She also recruited African-American troops for the Union Army during the Civil War and took her beliefs to Abraham Lincoln. And she still had issues with Abraham Lincoln, even after the Emancipation Proclamation, when she freed the slaves. Back to the issue of crying. Good friends we had and good friends we lost along the way. Life is about happiness. Life is also about sadness. Both come. Happiness, of course, is desired. Sadness isn't. And you see in Sojourner's truth life, we can admire her today. But those situations were hard. Because, see, today... In 2018, we see how the story played out. We saw that these slaves were freed. I have the benefit of being able to live in a society where I was able to go to college. I was able to get a job. I did not have to fight for those rights. But she lived in a world where that outcome was in doubt. I can podcast today and not worry about somebody coming along and arresting me. She had to speak in public. Knowing that if she spoke in one part of the country, she could be jailed, and in another part of the country, she could speak freely. Even in slavery, she could have been arrested under the Fugitive Slave Act for simply giving a speech. 
So for me, I can give a speech on a podcast and it can go all around the world via iTunes, via Spotify, via my hosting service, via my RSP that enables my voice to be heard by as many people who hear it. But a person like Sojourner Truth put her life at risk. And I have the ability to be able to speak today because people like her laid the path so people like me could have this chance. And we can't forget that. We can't forget the people who went before us, the people who had to sacrifice. Because you see, we can look at history and we know the outcome. We know that the slaves were freed. We know that civil rights had to be fought for. We can see generation after generation after generation in several pages, but these changes took centuries. Blood was shed. People didn't have those opportunities, but we do today. I do today. So the concept of no woman no cry. Think about it. Think about the direction that you want to go, the change that you want to make in your little part of the world and decide that you want to make it. You are uniquely capable of making changes that you want to make, of making a contribution in the way that you want to make it. This has been the Stephen Thompson Experience. And what I want you to do today, I want you to look up at the sky. And I want you to be thankful. And I want you to look down, put your feet on the ground and say, I'm here right now. And then I want you to look around you and be thankful for what you have because you may know somebody who may not be happy right now, who may be entrenched in grief and pain and suffering and hurt. And they're crying. And so they should, because pain hurts. Think about victims of shootings, victims of fires here in California. There's pain. People hurt. People people have lost. Honor that. Honor them by being thankful for what you have. And being grateful that you have the ability to use your gifts and talents in the service of others. Thank you so much for listening to Stephen Thompson Experience. This is Stephen Thompson, and this has been my experience.